it could take years before many growers on the east coast are back to where they were before Cyclone Gabrielle. Almost a year since the deluge de- devastated growing areas across Hawke's Bay, Tairawhiti, Northland, Bay of Plenty, Wairarapa and Northern Manawatu, Horticulture New Zealand is calling for a renewed effort and support. It's asking the government to consider land use changes, overseas investment and incentives to help get them back on their feet. Joining us now is Hawke's Bay apple grower Bryden Nisbet. Kia ora, Bryden, what's this last year been like for you? Kia ora, Matthew. How are you going? Um, wow, it's been a, it's been a huge year. I, it's I can't believe it. It's it's nearly a year as of Wednesday. So um, a lot's happened, but there's still a lot to go. Are growers getting back on their feet though? Yeah, there are a lot of growers getting back on their feet. Uh, it's a real mixed bag. Um, I mean, the cyclone hit growers at different capacities. So therefore people some people got flooded and had silt deposits a lot worse than other people. So so everyone's own experience was different. So everyone's at a kind of different a different stage of their uh, of their recovery. And what exactly is it that you're wanting or, or needing from the government? Well with hey, you know, what a great uh, announcement yesterday from from the National Party, another um sixty three million, another forty forty million dollars for Hawks Bay. Uh, there are still, you know, hundreds of thousands of tonnes of silt still on really good productive land piled up and uh, the councils had virtually run out of money and so all that work had stopped. So the first thing we need to do is get that silt removed and uh, the regional council can do that now so that that land can then be worked up and uh, put back into to horticulture. Yeah, Brighton, how much of a problem is that? Silt. I've visited a few orchards in Hawke's Bay, and some of them are really they're, they're almost buried under it, aren't they? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, listen, there's some areas that probably will never get removed, like in East View, where it's just it's just covered the whole orchards, you know, and that's just that might just be the new floor, really. Um, but no, it, 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 it's an issue. Uh, I mean, there's just mounds of salt, and it's just really stopping any kind of further renewal of that land. So. We need to re- remove it pretty fast. Is the government listening to your requests, do you think? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, they've only been in there for a short term. They, they um, were part of their 100-day plan. They've, they gave us $10 million, uh, just after Christmas, and now they've given us another $63 million. So they are aware of the plight of Hawke's Bay. Uh, Lutzen's been down here twice now. So they are listening, and they, they do want to see the, the, the whole province um, get on its feet again and, and prosper. You know, where Hawke's Bay is a fruit bowl of New Zealand. It's, uh, you know, it's the growing capital, so we need to get this place back and up and running for the sake of the whole country, really. Yeah, Brian, do we have any idea how much of a hit economically the Hawke's Bay growers have had in that last year? Are those figures available yet? Uh, not really, not not exactly. I wouldn't know those. New Zealand African peers would have those figures, but... It's been a it's been a huge hit. I mean, we, so ten percent of the horticultural land was affected, and we've lost that in apple trees. Um, so that's six hundred and something hectares completely gone. So that's income not coming in. A lot of that land will be able to be replanted and worked up over the next few years. But then we run into the issues of ordering trees, and then you know you, you plant an apple tree, you're not going to get a crop back the following year. It's going to take you know five, six years before you really start getting a good crop. So um, it's an ongoing um, saga. You know, it's going to be going well into, you know, 2030 before before Hawke's Bay really gets back on its feet in a positive way. For those growers who have to wait a few years until their crops can return, what do they do in the meantime? Well, there's a lot of land that has been cleared already. A lot of it's gone into uh, maize. 
or squash. It's been, you know, uh, so there's cropping um, is on that land. Uh, trees, well, like I said, trees have to be ordered. And because the previous government kind of came in so late with with uh, any um, surety of what they were going to offer, it, uh, a lot of growers missed the opportunity to order trees for 2024. So they've had to order for 2025, and that's that's booked up now. There's only so many rootstocks available. So a lot of trees can't even be ordered or, or received until 26, 27 now. Um so that just keeps pushing things back. So until then, once the land's cleared, if I haven't got trees, I'll just work that up and, and put maize in or, or other crops. You talk about land use changes too. Can you explain that a bit more about, is that because some land's no longer suitable for growing? Well, I just think, uh, you know, I think that it'd be great to see some new policy settings from this government to really protect um, highly productive land. You know, it needs to be protected for primary production. Uh, you know, maybe in the future, fewer houses built in flood uh, flood zone valleys. Um, so, yeah, I think there just needs to be a, a real overarching view of the whole catchment area, you know, the, uh, in Hawke's Bay. Thank you. That's Hawke's Bay apple grower Bryden Nisbet.